previously in Season 1 of Deep State Dossier. Natasha and Vincent are agents of the Office of Anti-Villainy and Undisclosable Matters, a.k.a. OVUM. They are also hot for each other, but they had a falling out because, well, stuff happened. Anyway, one night, Natasha gets a phone call from her sister Vera, who lives in Russia. Vera's boyfriend has disappeared, and she thinks the U.S. government has something to do with it. Natasha thinks this is a stupid theory, until Vera tells her that the boyfriend is an alien from another galaxy. That's when the shit hits the fan, because the most powerful governments in the world know about Misha. That's the alien boyfriend's name. And they all want to get their hands on him because, well, he's an alien. This is also when things get complicated. It turns out that Natasha is a double agent for a secretive Russian agency who wanted to track down Misha and get him to surrender to her because she's practically a sister-in-law to him. Okay, but Misha's being held by the CIA or the Department of Defense or something like that, so Natasha needs Vincent's help, but she absolutely cannot tell him that she's a double agent. So she tells him a half-truth, which is that she needs help rescuing her sister's boyfriend, who happens to be a space alien. He's cool with it, because he still has a thing for Natasha, and he's pretty bored with his job. Bunch of stuff happens in the second act, including the rekindling of Natasha and Vincent's relationship, and they're having hot sex in the back of a van by a lake in which a dinosaur named Amanda lives. They also finally track down Misha and rescue him. He happens to be a pretty cool guy and totally in love with Vera, and Natasha can see why her sister fell for him. The end. No, not really. Because that's a nice ending, but a boring ending. So, cut to Natasha finding out that her Russian boss, codenamed Papa Bear, doesn't actually care about Misha. What he and the other governments really want is Misha's spaceship for the alien technology to use for their dastardly government deeds. Which means that when the spaceship is located, Misha becomes expendable, aka dead. There's no way Natasha's going to let that happen. But then Papa Bear kidnaps Vera and tells Natasha to do her job. Or else. Also, Natasha is exposed as a double agent. Long story short, Natasha tells Papa Bear and whoever else that's after the spaceship to go fuck themselves. Misha leads her to the spaceship so they can go save Vera. But what happened to Vincent? Despite finding out that Natasha is a double agent, he still wants to help her. But Natasha shoots him in the leg because he's already done enough for her and she does not want him to get into any more trouble or danger. And wounding him was the only way to stop him. Anyway, Misha's dead and Vincent is bleeding in the parking lot of a roadside diner. And the world's most powerful governments are all after Natasha in the spaceship. Does Natasha fly off into the sunset and go off-grid and hide until things blow over? Of course not. She points the spaceship towards St. Petersburg, Russia, where her sister was last seen, and flies there at Mach whatever. And she will do whatever to rescue her sister and to put a bullet or two or three into Papa Bear because revenge is awesome. So, welcome to Season 2 of... Wait a second. I almost forgot to remind you of the most important part. Vera is knocked up, preggers, with child. And yes, Misha is the baby daddy. This changes everything. Welcome to Season 2 of Deep State Dossier.
Natasha sits at the end of the bar of a crowded pub somewhere in St. Petersburg, Russia. She's nursing a bottle of lager. Sitting next to her is a ponytailed woman in her thirties who calls herself Petra. She's wearing a leather jacket, leather pants, and there's a motorcycle helmet at her elbow on the bar. Come now, Natasha. Why are you playing so hard to get? Has my flirting not been obvious enough? Your flirting has been more than obvious. Thank you very much. Look, Petra, I'm more than willing to fuck you. But I need information about my sister first. If you fuck me first, I'll tell you where they're keeping Vera and anything else you want to know. I'll give you the word. That's sweet. Why are you helping me? Why would you risk making Papa be angry? Why should I trust you? Oh, come now. You're hurting my feelings, Natasha. Of course, you can trust me. As for Papa Bear, I don't like that he stabbed you in the back. I don't have any allegiance to him or to the agency anymore. Petra smiles sexily and runs her hand over Natasha's thigh, reaching toward her crotch. And Natasha doesn't stop her. But then Natasha is suddenly feeling woozy, and it's not because of the hot and heavy moment, and it's not because she's drunk. She knows better than that. You spiked my drink, didn't you? No, darling. You just had too much to drink. No, I didn't. And you want to know something? If I concentrate hard enough, I can read people's minds sometimes. So, I know you're lying to me. Oh, really? And how did you come about this talent? Misha's name gets Petra's full attention. The alien? He transferred his powers to you. That's right, you little shit. (laughs) Okay, fine. You caught me. And by the way, thanks for that information. It makes you that much more valuable. You've always been the ambitious one, Petra. Always looking for Papa Bear approval. We're all ambitious, darling. Some of us just take our jobs and allegiances more seriously than others. I speed on your allegiance. Papa Bear will fuck you over too, someday. Okay, sure. Now, finish your drink and let's go. And just so you know, if you make a scene, innocent people will die. Natasha picks up her half-filled bottle of beer and drains it in one swig. Putting down the bottle, she stares at Petra. What? Once I surrender to you, that's it. It's over for me. You know that. Natasha leans in close to where she's cheek to cheek with Petra, her mouth next to Petra's ear. How long until whatever you spike my beer? 
You have about 10 minutes. Why? Are you planning to make a scene? Yes. But in private. Natasha slides her hand down the front of Petra's jeans. Petra's distracted for a moment, but soon regains her focus. No, no, you don't. I'm not falling for that. This is the last chance I have to be close to someone before someone put a bullet in the back of my head. Look, I will admit you're not the ideal person, but you're all I have right now. And honestly, you're pretty hot. Petra is still hesitant, and so Natasha pulls down the v-neck collar of her t-shirt to show some very nice cleavage. Petra gawks. Yes, my teeth are fantastic. That's what you're going to miss out. What are you afraid of? I'm pretty sure you have some fucks watching your back. Mm. Okay, fine. You're hot. Your tits are hot. Everything about you is hot. Even the fact that you're going to be a beautiful corpse soon. Petra reaches out and clutches at Natasha's left boob. If we're going to do this, you need to turn over your weapons. Petra opens up her backpack for Natasha to surreptitiously deposit her weapons. There's her pistol, the taser, a knife sheathed at her belt, another knife sheathed at the ankle. Is that everything? Oh, wait. From inside her jacket pocket, Natasha pulls out a telescopic baton and drops it into the backpack. Good girl. Shall we? They leave the bar hand in hand and head to the restroom. There's a line to get into the women's restroom, so the twosome sneak into the men's bathroom. They enter one of the stalls and start making out hot and heavy. What's wrong? Nothing, nothing wrong. You're still so tense. Natasha begins to strip, but she has to stop for a moment. Her dizziness from the drug is getting more intense. She grits her teeth and maintains focus. She absolutely cannot pass right now. She resumes stripping until she is buck naked. Petra smiles and finally relaxes, seeing Natasha so vulnerable. Petra strips, and then they're back to making out. That is, until Natasha rams her knee straight up into Petra's crotch. Petra doubles over in pain, and Natasha gets her into a chokehold. Where the fuck is my sister? Where's Vera? You! I will choke you to death right now. You know, I'll do it. So, it's really worth it for you to die for the asshole like Papa Bear? You're young, you're beautiful, you're smart, you have untapped potential. Make the right choice. <coughs> my loyalty is to Russia. <coughs> and if I have to die for my country, so be it. It's one of her thugs. 
Shoot her! Shoot her now! Shit! Natasha drops to the floor with Petra still in a chokehold. The thugs start shooting up the stalls. While debris flies all over the place, Natasha chokes Petra to death, then reaches into Petra's backpack and retrieves her gun. From the gap underneath the stall door, she shoots the thug, hitting his ankles and feet. The thug falls to the floor and Natasha shoots him in the face. Natasha grabs the thug's machine gun and exits the restroom, still buck naked, and makes her way out to the bar. She sees the two other thugs making their way toward her through the crowd. Natasha shoots the machine gun toward the ceiling, causing a panic. The crowd, screaming in unison, rushes en masse out of the bar, carrying the thugs away with them. Natasha makes it out and runs, but is shot in the back. She stumbles onto the sidewalk, badly wounded, but she's able to drag herself into an alleyway where she sits against the brick wall while panting and bleeding real bad. The thug that shot her struts his way into the alley and stands in front of Natasha, leering at her naked body. That was too easy. I thought you'd be more of a challenge, but with a huge bounty on your head. Natasha spits blood at him. You're a feisty little bitch, though. He presses the barrel of his pistol against her lips. I want you to swallow this. Come on now. Dare for daddy. Fuck you! She tilts her head back. Her eyes roll back white. Vierichka, where are you? Who the fuck are you talking to? Just then, Verichka, the spaceship, appears above them, as if out of nowhere. But the ship was there all along, the cloaking device coming in handy. A blue pulse of light shoots out of Verichka's belly and hits the thug. And he is immediately vaporized, leaving behind his pile of clothes and pistol. Hey, Verichka. Nice of you to show up. Cutting it close, don't you think? And with that, Natasha dematerializes and is teleported into Vierichka, who then flies away in a flash. Deep State Dossier Podcast is a production of Radio Juice Media. To learn more, go to our website, radiojuicemedia.com. The story was written by Casey Pope and produced by Mariana Baker. The podcast was narrated by Harold Baker. 
The voice actors are Tori and Hugo Chacon, Mariana Baker, Vaughn Aronson, Violet Lands, and Casey Pope. If you liked this podcast, you might also enjoy Casey's novels, available on Amazon. Or visit his website at fugitivejuicemedia.com. For more information, including supporting material for each episode, visit radiojuicemedia.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks for listening and have a very sexy day.